What is up, all my Nexus family? It's your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. We're on this week's episode of the podcast. We're going to talk about connection. We're going to talk about disconnection, and we're going to talk about what the consequences of disconnection to ourselves and our environment actually look like. So, kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus Podcast. All right. So, on this episode, as talked about, we're going to talk about connection. And I want to start with just a simple conversation of what I mean when I say connection, because ultimately, here's what we have. We have a couple of different places where we could look at this conversation of connection. We could look at the conversation of connection from ourselves, from our individual bodies, so our collection of cells that create us as human beings, that interact with each other as human beings. And one of the things that we see that I think is really important, you've heard me talk about this before, is the fact that we really don't have a ton of connection anymore as much as we should in society. And especially in light of the things that are happening, I know in the state of California and the state of New York is a little bit more severe right now. And the list could go on and on and on, but we're losing our sense of connection. We're being told to stay inside and only spend time with our families and don't surround ourselves with anybody else and social distancing, if you will. And I understand why Um, they're telling us to do this. And when I look at it, though, one of the things that's interesting is it brings up, again, this conversation of connection is being connected to people, actually being able to hug someone and look at them in the eyes from close up actually stimulates your social vagus. And so your social vagus is a part of your vagus nerve. This is from the polyvagal theory. You can look that up if you want. I can post some links in the show notes about the polyvagal theory specifically. Um, But what we know is that when you're connected to other human beings, you quite literally have more parasympathetic activity in your body. And parasympathetic activity is part of your nervous system. It's part of your autonomic nervous system. It's a part of the nervous system that is responsible for your being able to heal. And so we call the parasympathetic nervous system the rest and digest system. And so the reason I bring this up is because if we don't have connection to each other and in-person connection, close connection, hugs, hands-on connection, And it doesn't have to be hands-on, but just how many of you have ever stared at a newborn baby and you can just stare at the baby all day long and you have such a sense of joy and such a sense of love? The reason that we have that sense of joy and that sense of love is because that connection to that little human being is literally stimulating our parasympathetic nervous system. This is the exact same reason that we have kiddos using therapy dogs for things like autism and ADHD and emotional traumas and things like that. It's because connection actually stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system and allows our body to heal. So on another level though, if we, and we could, before I get into the next level of it, um, one thing to consider too is like we're more connected than ever. We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have YouTube, we have TikTok, we have Snapchat, we have have WhatsApp, we have all of these things in order to stay connected with each other. However, the problem is that we're not actually having real good, true human connection. Because if we were, we would see rates of disease going down because connection actually stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. And so as we look at this, though, one of the things that we can start to piece together is through things like Facebook and Instagram and the other social media platforms that we have, we can look at if we start to become disconnected, then what happens at a cellular level when our bodies start to become disconnected? And one of the things that happens is that our cells of our body, if they become disconnected from the whole 
they will turn into cancer cells and they will start to replicate and grow um, differently than the other cells around it, thus creating cancer. And the cancer is actually fed by one important thing, which is sugar. There's also some more studies that are saying there's a lack of bacteria or lack of specific biome involved. And so what we kind of get is this, we get disconnection from the cells around us, which starts to create cancer. We also get disconnection from the microbiome. So we know that if we don't have certain bacteria, that's actually implicated in our body's ability to get cancer. And so it's important to note now, because I'm going to bring it up again in a second, is having a diverse range of bacteria in and on our bodies, a diverse range of bacteria in and on our bodies, because it creates connection. It not only creates connection to ourselves, but it creates connection to nature. And we need to be connected to nature. We need to be connected to each other. And that can never come from sitting on Facebook inside, avoiding everything, using tons of hand sanitizer, because we stop creating a diverse microbiome, which our body actually needs in order to proliferate, in order to adapt, in order to protect itself. And so one of the things that we notice is we look at cancer cells in the body, we know they're just disconnected cells. We also see on another level, if we bring it back out to the whole human being, is the people who are um, the mass murderers and the people who are doing horrific things in this world are likely very disconnected. They don't feel like they have a group of people to connect with. And I know we work with clients all the time who come in and they say, you know, I've never felt more comfortable in my own skin. And it's because they start connecting to other people. I've never felt more connected to my spouse. I never thought I I would be able to have these deep conversations with my spouse. And the reason that this is the case is because as we start to adjust the nervous system, the brain wakes up and it actually connects all of the cells. It creates a new sense of connection. Now, you may be wondering, like, that's great, Dr. Daniel, but what's the science behind all of that? Well, there's a very specific science. It's actually called quorum sensing. And so quorum sensing is interesting. It's just this concept. It's this principle that um, bacteria can communicate with one another and other cells can do this as well, but bacteria and other cells can communicate with one another and they can say, Hey, let's speed up growth or let's slow down growth based on how big our colony is. And so there's a couple examples of this. One example is like they've done these studies in the, where they have these trees that element elephants or giraffes eat off of. And as they eat off of the trees, if they eat too many of the leaves, the trees have this underground root system that will actually communicate to the other trees and it will tell them to release this really, really bitter substance into the leaves so that the elephants um, or the giraffes will stop eating it. And so it does this because it wants to protect itself. It wants to protect itself from the environment. So if too many of the leaves get eaten off the trees, the trees will communicate with themselves and say, hey, we need to make the other leaves bitter so that they don't go extinct. And this is exactly what happens. This is quorum sensing. Mushrooms and other funguses do this the same way. So in nature, what we see is there are these big underground root systems. And so if there is an infection, downstream, the things that are being infected can communicate upstream and say, hey, we need to start protecting ourselves now because this thing is coming. And then it's interesting because our bodies can do the exact same thing if they're highly adaptable. And I'll talk about how that works in a second. But there's also another piece of this quorum sensing that I think is super duper important. And that piece of quorum sensing comes from this. They've done these studies where they've taken college students and they've asked them to put together and do a very difficult crossword puzzle. And in that crossword puzzle, one of the things that they have them do is they time them to see how long it will take. So they have a group of students working on the crossword puzzle together as a team and they time them to see how long it will take. As soon as that group of students finishes the crossword puzzle, they have another group of students, similar intellect, doing the same crossword puzzle across campus. And what they find is that every time they've ever replicated or tried to do this study, they find that the students across campus always get the job done quicker. They always get the crossword puzzle done quicker. 
Now, the question then becomes, why is that the case? And it's the case because of the same idea of quorum sensing. There is a collective energy, a collective consciousness that allows them to get it done faster because the same crossword puzzle has already been done before. It's out there in the, if you want to talk about quantum and how that works, we could get into that. However, just understanding that from a research perspective, we see it in the educational system. So the more that something's put out there, the more it's going to proliferate itself and show up within us as human beings. And this is part of the reason that we're so disconnected. It's as we get shown more fear and as we're told to be more fearful and as we're told to be more afraid, it literally spreads like a virus to each and every one of us because our bodies want to protect themselves. And if everybody around us is stressed out, then there's likely a reason that we need to be stressed out too. And that's not always the case, but this is how quorum sensing works. So I think it's important because it gets into this conversation of diversity. And when I say diversity, our bodies have to have a diverse range of cells, a diverse range of adaptability, a diverse range of ability to encounter things that it's never encountered before. And if it can't, then likely what's going to happen is disease. And so this is where I think chiropractic care is so important. But before I get to the chiropractic conversation, I want to talk about banana trees for a second. So I was just watching the show. It's called Ugly Delicious with David Chang. And on one of the episodes, he was in some other country. I believe it was India. Um, Don't quote me on India, though. I can't can't remember exactly what country it was. Nonetheless, when he goes into this country, they he they go into these markets and they're checking out, you know, why uh, the, this wide range of banana different types of bananas. And so in America, we have one type of banana that we know that's like the sweet, tasty banana. But we also know that that those bananas have been plagued and stricken with viruses that have come and attacked and infected the banana trees, and it's made it really difficult for these banana farmers to continue to produce the bananas. And so the question then becomes why. Well, on this episode of the show, one of the guys who grows the bananas actually explains that the reason that these banana trees get infected is because they don't. there's not a diverse range of them being grown. It's just one kind of banana tree, and there's no quorum sensing between them because there's no diversity. And so because there's no diversity, there's no adaptability. And since there's no adaptability, there's no chance for these banana trees to survive because they're all the same type. And so this is the thing, though, is like the system is not broken. That system of banana trees isn't broken. It's not like there's something wrong with those banana trees. It just needs more diversity because never in nature has there been such a singular thing. And so what we see with us is like there's so much disconnection right now Obviously, our rates of disease and infection are going to be higher. Obviously, our rates of lifestyle disease are going to be higher because we're disconnected. We're disconnected from ourselves. We're disconnected from our bodies. We're disconnected from each other. We're disconnected from nature. We're disconnected from all these things, and it comes back to a lack of diversity. So the more diverse the connection, the more adaptability our bodies are going to have, the more adaptability our cells are going to have, the more ability we're going to have to proliferate and continue to survive and not experience symptoms and not experience disease and not experience death and not experience worry. And we can start to experience hope and we can live a life that matters. And I think this is a super important principle and it gets into chiropractic care because most people come into our office thinking that chiropractic care is about three things, neck pain, back pain, headaches, or any other orthopedic issues. The fact is, is that couldn't be further from the truth. Yes, we can help people with those things, but the way that we help people with those things is because we connect the nervous system, we connect the communication from the brain back to the rest of the body. And as we restore that communication, at 100%, the body can then start to heal itself at 100%. The body can then start to become more adaptable. So here's how I like to think about this. Let's imagine that we all have a bucket, and that bucket is our body's ability to adapt and deal with stress. So stress can come from a number of places. It can come from the food that we eat. 
It can come from the air that we breathe. It can come from physical traumas like car accidents or repetitive use injuries or concussions from the football game or whatever it may be. But the most important place that stress comes from that we often overlook is the stress of our own mind. Things that are being put into our head that we're not even really conscious of. So if we turn on the news right now, obviously we're gonna see a ton of fear. We're gonna see a ton of stress. That's going to affect our physiology, whether we want it to or not, unless we have strategies to deal with it. The most important strategy being chiropractic care. And so I bring this up because our bodies have a bucket and we have to have an ability to be adaptable. The problem is, is as we eat bad food and we start to stress more, and then we start to worry about the economy and the stock market, and we start to worry about um, our finances, and we start to worry about our businesses, and we start to worry about our families, and we start to worry because we don't have enough toilet paper, and we start to worry because they're, they're, you know, whatever we're seeing in the news and in the media is fueling all of this fear, all of this uncertainty, all of this doubt, and our body goes into protective mode. It gets out of healing mode, and it goes into protective mode. Here's the thing, though. With that bucket, every time we have one of these stresses, we're filling up the bucket, filling up the bucket, filling up the bucket. When we overflow, this is when you start to experience symptoms. Sore throat, stuffy nose, fever, cough, back pain. Pain, headaches, neck pain, shoulder pain, chronic injuries. I pulled my Achilles. I hurt my knee. My left back hurts. My left elbow hurts. My right finger hurts. All of these things come up as a result of your body overflowing it, not being able to adapt to the stress properly. And so here's what we do with chiropractic care. Remember I said at the beginning is that the literally the one thing we're doing is we're connecting your brain back to the rest of your body. We're allowing your brain to have 100% clear communication between it and the rest of your body. And as we do that, what we do is we don't take away stress from your life. That's not the goal of this. The goal is to allow your body to adapt to stress in the best ways possible. And the way that we do that is through adjusting joints of the spine because it wakes up the brain where the brain says, hey, I actually don't need to stress out right now. Everything's okay. And so over time though, what we do is we start to grow the bucket. And so as your bucket gets bigger, you can actually handle more stress. You can adapt to more things. And as you start to be able to adapt to more things, you will notice more presence, more productivity, and more profit. So this is why when I have a woman, just last week we had a woman laid out face down on the table and she's like, you know what? There's so much fear and uncertainty in the world out there right now. And she's like, I'm so happy that I'm here in your office because ever since I I have been here, I have noticed one very, very important and valuable thing. And that is this, is that I have not had a stuffy nose. I have not had a cold. I have not had a flu. And every season during this time, I would have at least been sick once or twice by now. And so sometimes more. And so as she's sharing this, we hear this all the time with moms and kiddos who come in and family members that come in. You know, my whole family was sick, but I didn't get it. And it's like, it just shows that the what we're doing with chiropractic care allows your body to be more adaptable because it's more diverse, because you have a more diverse microbiome. When you have a well-adjusted nervous system, when your brain is communicating at 100% to the rest of the body, we turn off stress, we take your body out of stress mode and put your body in healing mode. And ultimately, what this allows you to do, it allows you to be more connected. First, more connected to yourself. Because when you're more connected to yourself, you're better able to connect to other people around you. And as you're better able to connect to other people around you, what you do is something very interesting. It's just like the news is spreading the virus of fear. You can then start to spread the virus of happiness and joy and a place of peace and a place of wonderment. And you can be a a person of light, a being of light, a being of hope for other people inside of your life, the people that are close to you, the people that are matter. And ultimately, this is going to create more connection. This is why we exist. This is why Nexus Family Chiropractic is here. Yes, we get people out of pain. 
Am I passionate about get, p- getting people out of pain? No. What I'm passionate about is seeing people have better relationships as a result of better connection. It's seeing people proliferate and thrive and be more adaptable as a result of better connection. Not only connection to their bodies, but connection to nature as well. And I see this every single day inside of our office. Last week, we had a mom and her two kiddos come in. And one of the first things she said to us when she came in, and she's like, I'm so glad that you guys decided not to close. I'm so glad that you decided not to close because this is the one place that we get to come where everything still feels normal. With businesses closed, with restaurants closed, whatever the case may be, this is the one place that we get to come and everything still feels normal. And we feel great and it's such a breath of fresh air to be in a place where there's hope and healing. And what we're doing is we're allowing their bodies to adapt. We're reconnecting them to themselves. We're reconnecting them to nature. And ultimately, this is creating more health more happiness, and more productivity in the world because right now, we need more happiness. If we turn on the news, no happiness. If we turn on Netflix, there are all these movies about pandemics and everything else and it's just fueling our fear and fueling our uncertainty and fueling our worry. And the message is, the point of all this is to say that you as a person are not broken. None of us were designed to be completely overtaken by any of the diseases that are out there. Certainly not COVID-19, certainly not any of the others, and it all has to do with adaptability of your nervous system. If your nervous system is adapting at 100%, you don't have to worry, you don't have to live in fear. If you're not adapting well, then you need to make some different lifestyle decisions. And yes, nutrition will get you there, but you are what you can absorb, not you are what you eat. Again, you are not what you eat. You are what you can absorb. And yes, you can meditate. And yes, you can sleep well. And yes, you can take supplements. But if you don't have a healthy functioning nervous system, the master control system of your body, the system that, by the way, if you didn't have, you would not be alive. If you don't have a healthy nervous system, then connection... Profitability presence inside of your life is simply not possible. So I want to encourage you to do one of two things. One, go to our website. If you're interested in learning more, check out the doctor's blog. If you're ready to do a consult with me, please click request a consult. You can do that for free. We can do that over the phone so you don't have to come into our office right now with the state of affairs. And then two, please leave a rating. Please leave a review for this episode. I love you. I appreciate you. We'll come at you live again next week. Stay safe, stay happy, and most importantly, stay connected. Peace. listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.